We are back on a Monday morning. Rise and shine, ladies. It is time to stand wherever you are. Lift your hands. Let's give God the glory. It is Monday. So for many of us, it is the start of the work week. And for many of us, it is the start of a week of, you know, challenges come our way. Things try to come at us, but we are going forward with the power, the anointing, and just the, the presence of God this week. So I'm excited, as you can hear, that this is our Monday show. Welcome to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. Part of my excitement is not only that it's Monday. I mean, who really gets excited about Mondays, right, Dorothy? <laughs> I don't really know people that get excited about Mondays, but I am excited because I have Dorothy Abrante. Now, you know what? You're going to have to help me with the last name. So introduce No, you yourself. said it perfectly. Abrante. <laughs> <laughs> so say good morning to the ladies, Dorothy. Good morning, ladies. Happy Monday. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. I know, you know, I'm so happy that I can auto post these podcasts because, I, you know, I didn't really want to wake up people by text message every day I was posting these. And I'm just thinking, okay, if they follow the podcast, they'll see it automatically, automatically pops up at 7 a.m. But ladies, thank you for waking up with us this morning, taking us on your day. Now let's, let's all jump back into the scenario. I, I know Dorothy's been listening. Thank you so much, first of all, for your support, Dorothy. It's been great. It's been great. It's been a privilege and an honor. And every day that I listen, it's just a new beginning and a new way to look at perspective and life as I'm making my journey and my run for the day. So it's been a blessing to me. Amen. Every time someone comments and, and shares how they've, how their feedback on the podcast, it, it blesses me. Cause let me tell you, I was, I was sharing this before we started recording that those thoughts come in. Nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to click. <laughs> Nobody's right. gonna hear this. And then I get a comment or a text message and women are being impacted. So I want to open us up in prayer, ladies. Would you join your hearts with ours? And we are going to get to know Dorothy. Remember, we're on this road trip together. So let's go. Father God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. We come into your presence with thanksgiving, God. We give you honor and glory. And Father, I thank you that everyone listening, God, would be blessed in their mind, blessed in their bodies, blessed wherever they are, are driving to, sitting, wherever they are, God. We bless them right now. We thank you that hearts would be open. God, we thank you that ears, spiritual ears would be open. And God, I thank you for what you showed me. I thank you that chains are going to be broken on this podcast today because of your spirit, God, blessing the women, giving them revelation, setting the captives free. God, I thank you that the words spoken would be your words and not ours. I thank you. And I bless your servant, Dorothy. God, I thank you for her. I thank you for the power that that raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of her. And she's living that out every day. And I bless her and her household. God, we invite your presence. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. So we got to jump into it, Dorothy. I met you through a mutual friend and we have our, our weekly Wednesday morning prayer call that I'm inviting all of you. It's on the podcast page. Click the link, the ladies prayer call, but that's how I met you. Yes. <laughs> and you were invited. Yes, and it's beautiful. I think you were invited by Miss Denise, right? Time. 
Yes, yes, um, by Miss Denise, Miss Mama Denise, as we call her on the call. Yes, Miss <laughs> Denise invited me on the call, and I've been on the call ever since. It's been a blessing in my life, and I think I've only missed one week. I think when I'm traveling in New York or wherever I've been, I've always been able to plug into the call. I think one time the call didn't work for me, um, and I was able to listen to a recording. So thank you, but it's been a blessing in my life. I, I don't think I, I don't know where my path and journey in the mornings would be without it. It has definitely influenced my journey and my path. So thank you for doing that. Oh my goodness. It, to know that we've had women on this conference call every week for nine years, Dorothy. And mm-hmm. I, I remember giving birth and then Wednesday morning I was on the call <laughs> and <laughs> ladies go on vacation or they're in the hospital and they're dialing in. Like, who does that? That's so mind blowing. That's the power of God bringing women to. It just shows you. It's instilled, and it's it's a part of who we are, we are. It's a part of who we want to be. And there's a reason we get on the call. And there's a reason that we listen. And for those who've never been on the call, when you listen to your first call, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. And I promise you, you'll be plugged in as well. And even if you're not plugged in consistently every week, you know that the call is there when you're ready. Well, let me tell you, I'm ready to jump in now so the ladies can get to know you. This series is all about shutting down fear and anxiety in our lives. We've had some amazing, powerful women on this journey. And we, for those of you just tuning in for the first time, we decided we were going to make this a little fun and say that we are all on a girl's trip a road trip together. And so Dorothy's getting in the car today. We picked her up. We went to your house. You hopped in, Dorothy. And now I want the ladies, (laughs) thank you for coming on this journey. I would love for the ladies to get to know you. This, um, This series is kind of broken down into segments. And this week, we are hearing life testimonies from women who have been through the fire They've been through that place, that, that dark place, and they have come out victorious. And many of us, we're still walking through, right, Dorothy? We're still walking through Amen. different every situations every day. But would you share a little bit about you and your journey and, and introduce yourself to the, to the ladies? Well, good morning, ladies. Um, I'm, I, it's a privilege and an honor to be on the call. It's even more of a privilege and an honor to be able to share my testimony. When Candida asked me to share my testimony, I always, I, I always said at this point in my life where I'm at right now that I would always give God the glory. And so by sharing my testimony, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm giving God the glory. I'm giving him all the gratitude. And I'm so grateful for where my life is now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always said that... Um, God uses people. God uses people. And I'm a firm believer and I am a product of that because it did take quite a journey for me. And I've had my bags packed for a while, but I'm happy to say that I've been able to unpack them. And now I carry a very light bag with me wherever I go with the minimum essentials. (laughs) Um, That's just kind of where it's been. Um, God started me off with um, literally with I've been bound by chains for a very long time in my life. And it started off at the age of 15. Um, That's where my journey started with my addictions. Um, I fell into literally wasn't something that I was looking for. I just kind of fell into circumstantial. I am a self-harmer. I'm somebody who used to cut herself almost at the point at the height um, many times during a period in a day. It started off, it started off very innocent. It was something that just kind of, I fell into because of the situation, circumstantial, and it just was there. It was an opportunity. And I didn't really realize in at the picture of what it was that I was doing. I know that 
I didn't want to drink. I wasn't somebody who was into drugs. Um, I really didn't have God in my life at that time at 15 years old. And I was in transition. I moved from New York to Florida and there was just a lot of things going on. And during that transition, something happened it was by accident. I cut myself and it brought me relief. It brought me what I know now is a euphoria, just something that kind of consoled me. Mm. And with that one time, it just started every time that something happened. I just wanted to repeat that. I wanted to kind of numb myself of what was going on. I just realized that I didn't know how to deal with life. And it was just something that became a repeated pattern for me. Um, I went through marriage and a divorce, having a child. And as I came into these catapulting moments in my life, the cutting just began to take over. And that's when it became an addiction. Anytime that I was just trying to run from life, that I didn't want to deal with life, that I didn't want to say anything bad, that's what I would turn to. And anybody who knows me then and knows me now will tell you that I'm a go-lucky person. I always have a smile on my face. I'm always I'm happy. I'm not a sad or depressed person. I'm always in a positive mindset. And I tried to be, but when it came to my personal emotions, I didn't know how to deal with them. And that was sought out in the form of cutting. And um, I, I literally continued this pattern after divorce. I hid it very well. Nobody in my family knew. I cut in places that people couldn't see. I was successful at work, but I wasn't successful with my life. And I hid it because I was going through a divorce and I didn't want my daughter to be taken away from me. Um, I had a husband who just kind of walked away from the marriage, walked away from our lives and didn't even look back. And here I had this responsibility of finding a new place to live and learning how to do that single mom thing. Mm -hmm. And it was just setting. It was just a, a period in my life that was very hard. And I know there's a lot of women that can relate to having that circumstance of just being a single mom and having to figure it out and do it all. And so with that said, that became the reason that I hid it and kept it silent. I was just worried that my, my child would be taken away from me. And that was the last thing that I would have ever wanted. So I kept it very quiet. I did my job. I did what I had to do. And I just kept moving forward all the time with this addiction lingering in the background and just rearing its ugly head. Mm. And it took to, I was, that started at 15. When I was 25, which is about 17 years ago, not giving my age away, <laughs> but I was about 25, I had somebody come in and said, you know, Dorothy, you're happy, but I could tell there's something more. Some, I can read that there's something not right. Mm. And I said, there is, but, you know, I'm just, I'm doing what I have to do. And he says, you know, I just want to invite you to church. Mm. And I was like, well, you know, I grew up in the church and I kind of knew of the church. And I'm like, well, you know, it's just not someplace I feel like I want to be in the background known I know what I was doing so I'm kind of hiding from the church and um he just pushed and he pushed and he pushed and I thank you I want to give his name Chuck Butler um he's no longer with us um he passed away a couple years ago but it's somebody who first influenced my journey back into God and so his invitation is what set me off and going moving forward to where I am today so um, that message goes out to any woman who is, I'm just going to say, send an invitation to somebody, invite somebody to church, invite somebody for a cup of coffee, invite somebody to just share with them their lives. And that alone can go a long way. So 
With that said, I'll go forward. There's many more people along my journey on my way. I ended up at a church that's called Overcomers Way, no longer open and closed. Um, and they were a group of supportive people that just really had their hands out and was willing to help me. And I know that when I walked into that church, God had already been tugging at my heart. God had already planted seeds. My grandmother back in the day who was praying for me planted seeds in my life for me. And I've known who God was. I just never acknowledged his way in my life. And so, you know, moving forward in the church, I started to just dig into who God was and start to just seek out forgiveness and just wanted to be, I was kind of sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I just knew there had to be another way. Um, And I did you know, revealed to some people what was going on. And I had support partners. It started with another person, Rosemary Roman. Um, she was a partner with me at that church. And I could call her almost at any time at night. And at first, this is a person who didn't like to talk about her emotions. I could talk about everything else in the world. But she was somebody who was there that just allowed me to talk whenever I needed to talk. Wow. And just started to speak God and word and life into me. And, you know, that church closed down. And I found myself at a place, again, falling backwards because I didn't go to another church. I just felt backwards and I started cutting even more than ever. And I was at the point in my life where it became that I never thought I was suicidal, but because the cutting was so prevalent in my life mm-hmm. that I was now fearing that I could cut myself in such a way that would cause me such harm that I could lose my life. Mm-hmm. And it was getting really bad. And I said, I have to go back to the place where I knew that I was starting to find, um, you know, revelation in my life and starting to, for things to heal. And so I went with my daughter and we started to visit churches. And that's when I stumbled upon reality. And I say I stumbled because it was God leading me there. Mm-hmm. And I just found a, a group of real people who just, you know, weren't just Bible thumpers. They just really, really wanted to know who I was. They dug into me. They wanted to be a part of my life. They wanted to share God's journey with me as I walked through Christianity, not knowing how to do it. I knew who God was. I just didn't know how to do it. I didn't, it felt like school. It felt like learning something and I didn't want to get a degree in it. Mm -hmm. And so I ran into people, Denise, and she's now Archibald, Mama Denise, <laughs> and uh, Claudia Bucato. I have to give them shout outs. Lily Martinez. I've had uh, many people in my life, but they sat with me one day and they just came to my house to have a healing prayer. And they said, Dorothy, what is going on? And I revealed to them what was going on because I trusted these ladies at that time. And we literally had what is now known as a mini intervention. I didn't know it. And they told me they didn't know that was what was going to happen. But that was God's plan. Mm -hmm. God sent those two women to sit in my home and literally make me take out every tool in my home. And then they became my accountability partners. And they became women in my life that were over me, seeking God with me, teaching me God's ways, letting me know that everything I said about myself wasn't what God says about me. Everything that I thought about myself isn't what God said who I am. All the fear and anxiety that I had built up in my mind, in my head, saying that I can't do this, they show me that with God, I can do it. And that leads to my baptism. I got baptized seven years ago. And for about another almost 10 years now, I have been free of my addiction of cutting. I have not turned back. I have not looked back. 
And I remember a list of scriptures that I wrote down and I have that. I found that I posted it to my Facebook page and I look back and I remember back in 2008, I wrote it down and this is still something I, I go by. Mm-hmm. And it says, I say what BS, what God says. And I wrote, I said that God is impossible. And I looked up scripture. God says all things are possible. Luke 18, 27. I was saying, God, I'm just too tired. I can't deal with this anymore. And God said, I will give you rest. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. I said, God, I just can't go on anymore. I can't do this. I remember crying. I can't do this. God is too much for me. And God said, my grace is sufficient. Second Corinthians 12, 9. I said, God, I can't figure things out. I don't know how to do it. And God said, I will direct your steps. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I said to myself, God, I'm not able to do this. But God says, I am able. Second Corinthians 9, 8. I said, God, I'm not worth it. But God says, it'll be worth it. Romans 8, 28. And I said, God, I can't forgive myself. And God says, but I forgive you. First John 1, 9 and Romans 8, 11. And I said, God, I can't forgive myself. But God said, I forgive you. First John 1, 9, Romans 8, 1. And since then, I've had the prayer call in my life. I hold myself accountable since I stopped cutting with the help of women who are willing to stand by me or take a phone call or sit and impart their words and their life and their journey, just like the prayer call. Listening to the prayer call has been an accountability partner for me because I'm trusting in women to just bear their hearts, which they have. They've just been true to who they are. And at times where I'm just feeling like this day is not a good day, I'm reminded by somebody on the call who's just bearing their heart that we're all real and we're all going through this journey, but that we're using the tools that we pack up in our journey and our trip to use because God says we are worth it. God says that I deserve first place, that he wants to be first place in my life. And so because God wants to be first place in my life, I deserve the experience of having him there. So everything that comes from putting him first is the fruit and my gift and my appreciation. Anybody knows me that when I'm in church and I'm in praise and worship, I praise God with everything I have. I praise him like if I'm at a game and I love sports. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in there, I will jump and shout and clap and sing. I don't care. I can hold the tune. <laughs> That's about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm in there praising God because God has broke me free. I am no longer a slave to my addiction. I'm no longer a slave to my fears and my anxieties. I'm learning every day the power of God in me. And I just want to be able to share that with women and anybody who's on the call right now who says, you know, I'm hiding something. I can't do this. Like, this is too much for me. If people knew, they would think I'm crazy. You know, this could happen. That could happen. I want to speak to that woman right now on the call who's listening. That person who has this podcast decided to take it on the road and let them know that that's not who God says you are. And if God has planted a seed, and if this call and this time and this podcast was a seed that God's been planting, know that you are not alone. Candida, I need for those women to get themselves an accountability partner. Find somebody who's at another place than that where they are and trust 
in people. Trust in God's people and let them help you. We cannot do it by ourselves. God doesn't want us to do it by ourselves. That's why he gives us a body. Mm -hmm. No matter what people say about you, no matter what they think about you, we have to go back to the Samaritan woman at the well. It matters what God says about you. You know, that thirst of God, we need that thirst and God is going to supply the rest. So we should always come expecting, at least I do. I always come expecting from God because I know now that he'll fill my expectations. But then I didn't know that. But it took these women. So it took a Denise. It took a Claudia. It took a Joanne Kemper. It took the prayer warriors in my family, my grandmother that is no longer here, who prayed for me, who still prayed for me. And it took a community church. So they have to plug in. I plugged in and I'm reaping those rewards. And so that I'm asking anybody who has a tug, who's going through a circumstance to plug in. Do not stay silent. Do not let fear and anxiety rule your life another day. I want these women to claim who they are in Christ. And if right now they can't speak that, find somebody to help them speak that. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. My life is so different right now. I thank God. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. First of all, I have to move the mic away from my mouth because I just want to say thank you, God. Look at what the Lord has done. When you said 10 years, mm-hmm. and you said baptized seven years ago, I'm writing down notes. I got chills and it, it, I'm trying to keep up with you as you're talking. And I'm like overwhelmed that I want to give the, the Lord praise because he's so good. He's so, so faithful. Good. He's so faithful, Dorothy. And so first of all, we, we need to unpack some of this because this was just so good. If you could if you could send to me, because I know I'm, I, I can hear it now, the text messages and the comments, can we please have the list of what we can't do, what we're not I have it. Doing. It's in and my Facebook, it and I'm going to forward it to you, and hopefully you have it ready for them, and I hope they print it, and they put it on their wall, put it in their prayer closet, <laughs> just hold on to it, print it out, make it part of who their life is. Of course, I'll share that. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Dorothy, the Lord just used you to speak directly to some women and um, we can, this podcast could go on for an hour, but I know that we've got like 30 minutes. So what I want to do is um, ask you some specific questions. A couple of things that um, you touched on. First and foremost, I wrote down the list of all the names and we have had a lot of podcasts and we talk about our own personal journeys and how we've overcome. And I don't think we've really touched on the community of believers being the reason why a lot of us have overcome. So praise God. Oh my goodness. For all these people who you allow, you had to open up and trust. I mean, how hard was that though, to open up your life? It it started, it was hard. It was hard. It started one person at a time. I had to trust somebody. I had to give up the reins. I had to be willing. I had to be like what Denise told me, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? I was in a bathroom stall with her and I was crying and I'm like, you don't understand. I can't do this. This is too much. It's become something that I can't even. And she's like, are you sick of being tired? Because if you are, then you're ready. You are ready. And it, it takes people. I'm one of those people now that I have a compassion for people because I know what it's like to be on the other side and fearing people looking at you or judging you or making you feel less than. And I know who I am. I've always been a powerful, strong woman. I just didn't know who I was in Christ. Oh, my goodness. 
that is so yeah, we could go on a, a separate show who we are in Christ. We're going to have to do that segment sometime later in the year, because when you were reading the word, we always, with every guest, and this is not pre-planned because we don't have a, we don't sit around and have a, a you know, guest meeting. Like all of you ladies have not talked right. to each other, but every single guest on the show has said who we are in Christ, going back to the word and everything you listed, all the things you couldn't do or not capable of, you matched it up to the word of God. And Jesus is the word. Amen. He is exactly. the word. And that's who you ran to. And I just, I, I love it. I want to touch on some things because, you know, um, a woman might be listening saying, you know, I really, I'm stuck. I'm in a pit and I don't know what to do. My thing isn't cutting. But what if, what if we can speak to a lady today that might be gripped with fear and it's, there's another symptom. It's another outcome. She's not, she may not be cutting, but I want to ask you a few questions. How, how and when did you know you had a problem? How did you know that it was an issue around what age? Um, well, I started at 15. I can say, honestly, I knew it was an issue around 2021. It's at that point in my life. I, when I was hiding it and I was running out of space, to hide it because I live in Florida now. It's hot, you know, and up north, you wear long sweaters and sleeves here. It's very hard. And so I stopped wearing shorts. I didn't want to have to wear sweaters. I just had, I got to the point where I was hiding it. And when I knew I was hiding it and I was in a secret place with it, I knew I had a problem. I knew I had a problem, but it was a problem that was solving my, whatever was going on. It was solving all my issues. So I thought, and all it was doing was masking it. And anybody with an addiction or anybody with any kind of something that's just bogging them or holding them down can understand that if they really look, what are they turning to? What is it? Is it a drink? Is it, you know, cursing at your children? Is it yelling? And Is it anger? You know, there's so many forms that it can take. And I knew I didn't want to do alcohol and drugs. I just kind of fell into this and it just reared his ugly head. And it be, I didn't think it could become an addiction. Mm. And it did. And I didn't even know what I was doing. Years later, it came out. And on the internet, I started to, the internet was good and bad. It started to sh tell me what it was and made me put words to it and make me bring out emotions and see that, okay, you know, you're not, you're not as crazy as you think you are. There's a reason that you're doing this and started to hone down. But at the same time, the internet showed a lot of things and, and made me increase and kind of made me be, showed me how to be a little more sneaky, showed me tools that I was using. So, you know, the internet can be an enemy too. And did you, time. you know, it, it, just to know that you, at some point we're surrounded by people. You just kept bumping into people. And well, it wasn't, it wasn't by, by chance. It was the Lord seeking mm -hmm. after you. And I want the ladies to know today, you know, he's the shepherd who leaves the 99 and goes after the one. He's the shepherd who's going to go find you. He's going to go after you. He is after you now, even listening to this podcast. Um, mm -hmm. Last couple of questions before we close out. Um, do you have, um, a significant amount of scarring how how deep were the wounds and how bad did it get i do i have um on my arms more so places that were easier on my legs from my thighs to my knees um i have scarring now over the years that have become light but they're key loads and it's something that i'm not embarrassed by because it's part of my journey walk 
but it's hard for me to walk not uncovered knowing that people are going to look or or kids more they're so innocent i don't want kids to see that and i don't want to glorify it and let them think that's something that's okay and then the same token kids are the ones with their innocence that say what happened you got a boo boo and so because of that innocence because of me being where i am now and secure i do keep myself covered and th those are the regrets but i walk with those scars and those scars i'm not proud of but when i look at them i know where i don't want to be again Amen. Don't want to go back. Amen. And for us, you know, the scars are, so for some of us, some of the scars are different in different areas. And yeah. when we look, it's a reminder of how faithful. It's not a place of shame, like you said. It's a reminder of how faithful, how he faithfully rescues us every time. He never lets us fall. That's his nature yeah. to deliver us. So let's fast forward to today. Where does God have you today? You said you were in the place that you are today. I heard you say that. What does that mean? Share that with the ladies. Uh, that means that I'm faithfully going to church. I have a body of Christ that surrounds me, that supports me, that knows who I really am. Um, I teach, and it's the, it's, I'm so grateful that today, even at church, I teach the kids. I'm part of um, the praise and worship for the kids. So when the adults have the praise and worship, I am the praise and worship coordinator who leads them into their class. And I'm the one who sings with them and shows them how to praise and how to worship God. So I'm planting seeds, just like people help me and I'm doing with children. And I'm so grateful because I know there's parents and they're entrusting their kids with me and their, their kids are looking up to me. And it just shows you how God has just reversed my life and how God has just turned things around. You know, I'm in a good place. I'm in a, I had a fiance that passed away um, almost two years now to the date. And God has even restored my life. He has brought me relationship. I have a partner that comes to church with me and that who shares God in my journey with me. And I just, my family's at a good place. I'm just, I, my, just my walk and my journey and keeping myself accountable, I look forward to waking up and sharing God's good news because now I know what that news is to share. Woo, Dorothy, you got me shouting on the podcast, but it's okay. You <laughs> 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 are not ashamed to shout. And so, oh my goodness, I am so thankful for your friendship, for your sisterhood. Um, we were talking before we started the podcast that, um, you know, on the prayer call and even when we get together face to face, and I'll talk about that actually in a, before we wrap up, but we bear our hearts, we bear our souls. And, and I was yeah. saying to you that women don't really do that. That that's not normal in the world and it's not even normal in Christian circles, yeah. but when the spirit of God is knitting hearts together for the purpose of healing, there's a safety there that you feel like a security and, and it's in God. It's not really that we're even putting our trust in man because the Bible says, don't do that, but it, we're putting our trust right. in God and, and we, and God works through us. God works through his people. Oh my goodness, Dorothy. I have to thank you for being with us on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like Ricardo Sanchez, my favorite singer, because I've taken a lot of songs on my journey. <laughs> he has a song that I love. He says, I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm here to declare. It's a beautiful song. So anybody want to pick up Ricardo Sanchez, check it out. I'm not going back. That's my theme song. <laughs> 
people. If we had time, we could actually leave the ladies in a, in a, in a, in a verse of that, but <laughs> we don't have time to do that. But ladies, yes, what I think I'll do is I'll post a, a YouTube link to that song and along with your, your notes and the, and the daily confessions that these ladies can make. Oh, that was so beautiful, Dorothy. I can't wait to get it and paste it right on the podcast page because that right okay. there was powerful. Would you, um, would you close us out in prayer? And if you could, I know this is going to sound a little strange, ladies, but could you read those one more time to us, Dorothy, to close us out? You got it. God. What I used to say versus what you used to say. I used to say, God, it's impossible. But God, you told me and you said in your word, Luke 18, 27, all things are possible. God, I said, I'm too tired. And when I said I'm too tired, God, your word says that I will give you rest. Matthew 11, 28, 30. I said, I can't go on. God, you said my grace is sufficient. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and Psalm, Psalms 91, 15. I said, I can't figure things out. And you said, I will direct your steps. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. When I said I wasn't able, God, your word said, you said, I am able. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. I said, it's not worth it. And you said, it will be worth it. Romans 8, 28. When I said, God, I cannot forgive myself. God, you said, you forgive me. First John 1, 9 and Romans 8, 1. And when I said, God, but I can't forgive myself again, you said, I forgive you. First John, Lord, you're so good. God, God I thank you today. I thank you, Lord, for your words, for your written words, for the foundation that we stand upon, Lord. I thank you for blessing my life and putting people in the place at the time and the season that they needed to be. I thank you for being that shepherd that did not allow me to leave, Lord. You went back for me and you never left me, Lord. And you reeled me back in. And Lord, with excitement, I am glorifying your name, Lord. I love who you are, Lord. And I thank God that I made you first in my life and that I'm experiencing every day because you're in it, Lord. My life is different, Lord. And so for this podcast, Lord, for any woman listening right now, Lord, I pray that same thing for them, Lord. I ask that this seed break, break the thoughts, Lord, of the fear and anxiety that tells them that they can't do what you said that we can do, Lord. That they lean into somebody, Lord, that they call me, that they go to a body and say, this is it. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, Lord. Let my words and my journey be a light into your path, Lord. And let anybody who's seeking you just be fulfilled and just turn into you, Lord, and know that you are the one and that you are the reason, Lord, and that you can do it all, Lord. I raise up and I pray for every single person on this call that's listening, Lord, on this podcast that they know who you are. I want them to know you like I'm learning who you are, Lord. And so I just say thank you, Lord. I say thank you for not letting us go back. I'm saying thank you for today being a new day and the start of a new journey, Lord. I thank you for allowing me to unpack and, and just let the load off of those burdens, off of their shoulders, off of their minds, Lord. Let them hear you. Let them see you in a new light, Lord. I ask for all that in your name. And I say amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I do want to, oh, go ahead. 
No, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for just having the podcast and thank you for being a bridge and just thank you for being faithful, very faithful, because there are women there that are being freed um, by your faithfulness. So thank you, Candida. Well, praise God. Thank you for that. That's so encouraging because, you know, before it, <laughs> before we started recording, I said, Dorothy, um, sometimes, you know, I don't know if anyone's going to tune in. So, you know, every, every, I don't take those lightly. Those words are literally building me up, literally building me up. So thank you for that. And, you know, we have an opportunity for all of the ladies to meet face-to-face. We do this a couple times a year where we'll have fellowship time. And it is, yay, I'm so excited. Yay, September 16th which is, you know, not too far around the corner here, September 16th at 5 p.m. in Orlando, Florida at First Baptist Orlando. They've given us a um, little meeting space. Um, last time we got together was about 50 women. I anticipate it would be that or more, even if it was just the five of us, you know, a few of us, girl, we're, we're going to tear the house down. <laughs> we know it won't be. We won't be. <laughs> it won't be. It's always a full house. And so September 16th is a Saturday, ladies. If you could save the date, book that time, five, and we usually wrap up within three hours, so five to eight, eight thirty, we are going to have not only um, powerful discussions with a panel of beautiful, amazing conquerors who have really overcome some challenges in their life to be victorious, but we're going to engage the audience too. It is going to be a back and forth discussion. And then most of all, time of prayer and you know, laying our hands on women and praying for them and worship and oh my goodness Dorothy you've been to lots of fellowships so I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready I can't to. wait I can't wait either well Dorothy I love you as you know I'm an honorary member and an inductee into your actual family yeah. <laughs> through your sister yes, you life <laughs> oh man have a blessed week Dorothy and I'm sure this there'll be comments and what I'll do is I'll try to post as much information. If they want to reach out to you, I'm sure they can reach you on Facebook. So I'll post that as well. Sounds good. Bye ladies. Be safe. Bye, Bye ladies. Have an awesome, awesome week. We love you. And thank you for tuning in to good morning ladies with Candy Bryan. Bye-bye.